Well, if you would get out your red Bible and turn to 1 John chapter 3. This is on page 291 of the New Testament. 1 John chapter 3. While you're turning there, I want to tell you a story of a young boy who was eating dinner with his dad. And at the dinner table, the boy said to his dad, Dad, are bugs good to eat? And the dad said, Son, let's not discuss such matters at the dinner table. So the boy dropped it. And after dinner, when he asked to be excused, he sat on the couch. He was watching TV. Later, the dad comes up to the boy and says, Son, what was it you were asking me at the dinner table? And the boy says, Oh, nothing. There was a bug in your soup, but it's gone now. I don't know what kind of dad you had. I don't know what he was like. Maybe he was like that dad who wanted to be proper and polite at the dinner table. He obeyed his manners. Maybe your dad was kind and loving and gracious and forgiving. Maybe your dad was one of your closest friends. Maybe your dad was there for you when you were growing up and when you graduated and when you got married. But maybe, maybe your dad was not there at some of those moments and you wish he could have been. Maybe your dad was not as close to you as you wish he could have been. Maybe he was not there at a lot of special times in your life. Maybe you lost him when you were young. Pastor Hope lost her dad when she was 26 years old. Maybe your dad was not kind. Maybe he was not close to you. Maybe he was not gracious. Maybe he was not a big part of your life. There are so many emotions in this room on Father's Day, and I'm aware of that. There is gratitude. There is a sense of loss. There is a sense of pain. There are sweet memories. There are sad memories. There's regret and even anger sometimes that you didn't have the dad you wished you had or even have a dad at all. And I'm aware of that. And more than that, God is aware of that. And I think he has some good news to speak into all of our lives this morning out of this scripture in 1 John chapter 3. And I hope you'll look with me this morning at verse 1 and see what God says to us. He says this, See what love the Father has given us, that we shall be called children of God, And that is what we are. You ever think about that? You are a child of God. That you have a father in heaven. One translation of this verse says, See what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. We are children of God And this is the good news that Jesus came to bring into our world. Jesus Christ is the first person in human history to address God as his own father. Every single time in the New Testament that Jesus addresses God, Jesus says, my father. Every single time except one. And Jesus is the first person in history to say to us that we can address God as our own father. Remember the time Jesus' disciples came up to him. They said, Jesus, Lord, how do we pray? Teach us to pray. What did Jesus say? He said, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven. The prayer we just prayed. 
first person in history to ever teach his followers that you can address God as your father. Now, I want to say something theologically here so you don't go complaining to Pastor Hope. Please don't. (laughs) We are not children of God in the same way that Jesus is the Son of God. You are not a son or daughter of God in the same way that Jesus is the Son of God. God is not your Father in the same way that He is the Father of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the eternally begotten Son. He was with God in the beginning. He created the universe Himself by His Word. That's the Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father. We are not. We are created. And we are children of God by adoption, by God's grace. In order for us to become children of God, the Father sent His Son into the world to redeem the world so that we could now be adopted into the family of God. And that's good news. And Jesus came to bring it. And He came to tell us what the Father is like. And He said this, this is what our Father is like. He's not a hard God. He's not a ruthless God. He's not a distant God. Jesus said our God, He is our loving Father. He's our compassionate Father. He's a Father who has made Himself known to you now in the Son, in Jesus, by the power of the Spirit. He is powerful and majestic and awesome and He holds all things in His hand. He is sovereign. But our Father in Heaven is also loving and He's gracious and He's merciful and He is good. This news transformed change the world. And that God that Jesus came to reveal is the one who fulfills that place of longing deep within your heart. There's longing in your heart. There is longing in my heart to have a Father who will love me. To have a Father, you've got it, a longing for a Father who will love you. And you find that fulfilled desire in the love the Father has for you. I love this thing that Augustine said, one of the theologians of the church a long, long time ago. He said, You, O Lord, You have made us for Yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in You. You, O Lord, You've made us for Yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in You. You're looking for, for fulfillment in life. You'll find it in Him. He created you to love Him, to be with Him, to be loved by God. Your heart is going to be restless until you find that fulfilled desire, that fulfillment, that love in Him, in the Father. C.S. Lewis said one time, God cannot give us a happiness and a peace apart from Himself because it is not there. There is no such thing. He said this, God cannot give us happiness and peace apart from Himself because it is not there. There is no such thing. You're looking for happiness in life. You're looking for peace in life. Where are you going to find it? There's only one place to find it, and it's in Him. It's in our Father God who's revealed Himself in the Son by the power of the Spirit. And if you live your life apart from a relationship with God, you're always going to have longing and unfulfilled desire and a lack of happiness and a lack of peace. But you live your life in a relationship with the Father. Then He's going to fulfill that longing and give you peace and happiness and joy and everything you ever dreamed of. If you get this, it's going to change your life and you're never going to be the same. And no matter how good or bad your earthly father was, whether you knew him or not, whether he was close to you or not, whether he was with you almost your entire life or not, it doesn't matter. You've got a father in heaven. 
And He was there from the moment you were born. He was there through your graduations and your weddings and the birth of your children and the good and the bad of life. Your Father was there always. You believe that? He says to you, I love you. I created you. You are my child. Do you live every single day as a child of the Most High God? One of my favorite stories that Jesus told, I've been reading this story every day and I can't stop. And I hope you can go home and read this story every day for weeks and months. It's incredible. Jesus says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Isn't that incredible? Jesus says, which of you, your son asks for bread, you're going to give him a stone. If he asks for fish, you'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. That's the kind of God that Jesus came to reveal. Do you believe that God is like that? That when you pray, when you go home, that when you pray at night, that when you pray, when you wake up, that when you pray in the afternoon, you're praying to a God in heaven, a father who is attentive and hears your prayers and knows your heart. And he longs to give good gifts to his children who ask him. That's the kind of God that you have. And it's amazing. The most important verse that the Israelites, the people of God in the Old Testament, had before them day and night. If you said, Israelites, sum up the Bible, they would say this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. That's incredible. God the all-powerful God who made everything by His Word, that God says He wants to be loved. Not just that He loves you, but that He wants you to love Him. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. A relationship with God, like any relationship on earth, requires loving and being loved. You cannot have a relationship with God if He's the only one loving you and you don't love Him in return. And some of you dads have had children that you loved with all your heart and for whatever reason, at some time in their life, they did not love you back like they should have loved you back. Maybe they didn't send you a Father's Day card today. Maybe you're going to go home and wonder whether or not your son or daughter is going to actually call you on Father's Day to wish you a happy Father's Day. You don't know. You loved your son or daughter with all your heart, and they just, for whatever reason, haven't loved you like they should have. And I want to say one thing to you this morning. God knows. God gets it. God understands. His people Israel, these people he loved with all his heart and blessed them, so many of them went astray and did their own thing and ignored God and left him in the dust, lived their lives pursuing ambitious desires of their heart, Ignoring God completely, and God was hurt. God understands. One time, Jesus, when he was about to die, he sat on a hill overlooking Jerusalem, and he said this incredible thing. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have desired to gather your children together 
as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. Jesus knows the pain of loving and not being loved in return. God knows what it's like. And if you're here this morning and you're not sure that you love God, or you're not sure that you love God like you should, He has something to say to you right now. He says, now's the time. This is the day. Don't be the guy who says, that sounds like a good idea, but not today. Don't be the one who says to God when you meet Him one day, I'm sorry, God, I just never got around to loving you. Don't be that guy. You can ask God right now in this moment to give you a heart for Him, to give you a heart that loves Him, to change your life to help you to live as a child of God. You can ask Him and He can do it. John goes on. He says, The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. If you live your life as a son or daughter of God and you go around actually believing that you have a Father in Heaven, a lot of people will say, You're crazy. They'll say, That's ridiculous. They'll laugh at you. They'll mock. They'll say, You're backward. You're religious. You may be treated badly by the world. You may be oppressed by the world, laughed at, scorned, mocked. But nothing is going to change the reality that God really is your father and you really are his child. The world is not going to get it, but God's people get it. Verse 2, Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. We are God's children now, right now, this Father's Day. You're a child of the Most High God. I hope you believe it. I hope you live in it and walk confident that God is your Father. You, you, have no idea what God is going to make of you one day. He's going to make something so beautiful and glorious out of you one day. But the Bible doesn't say God loves you as you will be. The Bible says what? God loves you now. You are God's children when? Not kingdom come. It says you are God's children now. Brendan Manning has this question. He says, do you believe that God loves you without condition or reservation and loves you this moment as you are and not as you should be? Do you believe that? Do you believe that God in heaven, our Father, loves you right now without condition, without reservation, just as you are and not as you should be? You're God's child right now. He's going to make something glorious of you one day. He's at work in your life right now. You're God's child right now, just as you are. You believe that? What we do know is this. When He is revealed, we're going to be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. We know that one day the Lord Jesus will be revealed and He will have a resurrected body, the same body that He had when He rose on Easter Sunday. We will see Him in glory. And we will have a new body, a resurrected body, and we will be whole. And we will be there in glory with our Lord. And we will be like Him in that way. And the dwelling of God will be with men and women and He will live with them and they will be His people and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. One day we will see God. One day we will see Jesus Christ and everything is going to be right again. And those who had an earthly father will see that that earthly father was a small reflection of the kind of father we always had in heaven. 
and those who never had an earthly father will see that they always had a heavenly father who loved them, who was there for them, who was with them from the moment they were born through every important moment in life till the day they died and who will be with them forever into eternity. They will see that they never lived life without a father. One day we will see. One day you will have a resurrected body and you'll be able to run again and see again and hear again and laugh again and live with joy again and it's going to be glorious and we'll be there with God and he will be there with us. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, purify themselves just as he is pure. There is hope. There is hope this Father's Day. You feel dread, disappointment, loss. Remember, God knows. God gets it. The only time in the Bible that Jesus does not address God as his own Father is on the cross. And he says, my God, my God, Why have you forsaken me? Jesus knows what you are feeling. And if you feel dread and disappointment and loss today because you are a dad who lost a son or a daughter, remember that God knows, God the Father knows what it is like to lose a son. When Jesus died, the Bible says, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now in the Bible, people would tear their clothes when they were signifying mourning. If you tear your clothes in the Bible, over and over this happens, you read the Bible. People, when they're mourning, to signify their mourning, they tear their clothes. And the temple represented the place where God lived. And the Holy of Holies was the specific place in the temple where God lived. And there was a curtain there separating the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple. And when Jesus died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Who tore that curtain? Do you believe that God knows your pain? God the Father knows what it's like to lose His Son. At Menlo Park Presbyterian a few years ago in the children's ministry, I love this story. These kids are going through the Bible and they're given these little cards to write on the cards what they're learning in church. They go through the entire Bible and one little kid writes this on his card. He writes, I have learned that God has not had an easy life. Is that profound? I have learned, reading the Bible, that God has not had an easy life. God gets it. God knows. God wants to give you hope this morning. He stands before us by His Spirit. He speaks words of life into our lives. He's with us. He's our Father in heaven. He sees us this very day. He's attentive to our prayer. He knows our pain. He knows our hurt. He is our God. He's given to us in His Son. And it's by the power of the Spirit. And so we have hope. We have a living Father who's given Himself to us by His Son in the power of the Spirit. And one day He's going to lift you up and He's going to give you life and He's going to purify you and He's going to love you from this day to your last and forever and ever after that. There is hope this Father's Day. Do you believe that? There is hope. 
Will you pray with me? Lord God, we are so amazed and in awe that you have revealed yourself to us as our loving Father. We're grateful that we have you there for us no matter what. Whether our earthly father lives or dies, whether he's close or distant, we have you. We're so grateful. We have purpose for living. We have hope. I pray, Lord, for those people who are here who are not sure that they're living their lives in a relationship with you as their father. Lord, by your spirit in this moment, be at work in their life. Draw them to yourself. Make them your child. Open their eyes to this beautiful, precious reality that you are their father and they are your child. For those here who are angry or bitter or disappointed or hurt, Lord, comfort their hearts. Give them hope. For those here who lost children, lift them up by your spirit. Assure them that you're with them, that you're good, that you understand that you're going to help them through and that they will see that there is hope and that you are going to resurrect your people into glory one day forever. Lord, be with the dads today who are dads of sons and daughters. Give them courage as they lead those kids, as they seek to be dads to them as you are a father to us. We pray all of this in the name of your Son. Amen.